When you take things personally, then you feel offended and your reaction is to defend your beliefs and create conflicts. You make something big out of something so small because you have the need to be right and make everyone else wrong. You also try hard to be right by giving them your own opinions. In the same way, whatever you feel and do is just your projection of your own personal dream, a reflection of your own agreements. What you say, what you do, and the opinions you have are according to the agreements you have made. And these opinions have nothing to do with me. Agreement number two, don't take anything personally. This is from The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz. I began reading this book not too long ago, and I actually just finished it right before recording this episode. And before I get too ahead of myself, I want you guys to go over to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel because I actually already made a YouTube video about this book, um, a different part of this book. But today I want to actually focus on the don't take it personally section of this book. And that's what this episode's going to be about. So before you continue listening to this episode, make sure you head over and sus- subscribe to my YouTube channel, leave a like and a comment if you feel called to let me know what you guys think. Um, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome, beautiful souls. I want to take a moment and share with you Soul Flower Circles and why I created it, why it exists today, and maybe why you feel called to be a part of it. Soulflower Circles is for individuals wanting to really learn how to dive deeper into their spiritual journey, understanding their bodies, understanding their minds, expanding in every way that they possibly can simply by learning how to exist just as they are. We meet twice a month, and during our sessions, we explore different ways of healing expansion, loving, growing, connecting, sharing, and simply just being. We explore each chakra, what they mean, how they are in relation to our health, and the way we are living in our lives. Every session ends with a tarot reading, an intuitive reading, to help continue for the next two weeks of what to prepare for, of how to explore on, to be curious about moving forward. So if you feel called to be a part of this journey of becoming a Soul Flower member, connect with me on social media, or you could head over to my website at www.markyalfonso.com. I would love nothing more than to connect with you. Sending so much love, beautiful souls. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Into the World We Go. I'm your host, Marky Alfonso, and I'm really happy to be back and here in this space talking to you guys and just with you. Um, 
I've taken some time to uh, spend some time reflecting on things in my life, and and I recently started reading a book, and it has started to definitely alter the way I perceive my life and live my life, and so much so that I even created a YouTube video um, talking about this book, and now this episode is going to be talking about this book except this episode is going to be about a different part of the book. So when you're done listening to this episode, head over to YouTube, check out my new video on there, subscribe, leave a like, a comment if you feel like you want to, um, and please, please share with anybody and everyone you know. Um, If you find that any of the work that I do, this podcast, my YouTube, TikToks, Instagram, all of it, um, please help me by just sharing that with your community because that always helps um, any creator when you share their stuff. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys. So what is this book that I keep talking about? Um, I am talking about The Four Agreements. Um, The Four Agreements was written by Don Miguel Ruiz, and we're specifically going to talk about agreement number two. (laughs) Don't take it personally, or don't take anything personally, I think is how you actually say it. Yeah, don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to their opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. And I felt really called to talk about this chapter specifically. And honestly, this whole book is really changing my perception of my life and how I'm actually choosing to live my life. And I know that sometimes people are like whatever, like these self-help books, like blah 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 blah. And if that's if that's your perception, then you know you're not open right now for that. But for people who are really open um, to what he speaks about in this book, he really doesn't beat around the bush about anything. And one of the main things that he talks about is the fact that we create our own personal hell. And I feel very connected to that. I feel very very connected to that because I feel like um, honestly a lot of part, uh, not like a lot of my life, but definitely portions of my life, I felt like I was living in a hell. Um, And not always like it was a hell because of other people. While I spent a lot of time blaming other people, um, it really was my own personal hell that I created because I would take a lot of things personally of like the actions of how other people would behave and the things that they would do. And if they didn't listen to my opinion, I would feel like, oh my God, then I'm not being heard and how dare they not respect what I have to say. And that was really like one of the biggest problems was I felt very disrespected every time people didn't agree with me. But that's not really the way we should be living. That's not actually very respectful to other people and how they believe and what they think. And so I started diving deeper into the not taking things personally part of this book, this chapter. And how this looks like in my life and the roles that I've played in my life, in my own pain, um, in my own suffering, and honestly, the way I have projected it onto other people. And yeah, of course, I could sit here and think about how the projections of others is what caused my pain. But the truth is, is that it was my belief of what they were projecting onto me. It's the fact that I, I agreed with it. I agreed with their projection. And that alone is the reason why I became my own victim and I became um, a sufferer of my own personal hell because I kept taking on the beliefs of other people and then blaming them. 
And I get it. I get it. You want to be really mad at people for talking shit. You really want to be mad at people and have a reason for why you don't show up for your life or why you're afraid to do the things that you are afraid to do. Trust me. I have a story too. I have a whole list of things that I could list off to you as every single reason why I shouldn't show up in my life and why I should silence my voice and why I should just shut the fuck up. But the truth is, is not one of those beliefs are mine. And I did not have to believe any single goddamn thing that was ever said to me. But I chose to. I chose to take it personally. I chose to take that as my belief. And I chose to feed it. I chose to grow it. And every single time I chose to go and do something that was quote unquote courageous, or putting myself out there, or just letting myself be seen, Again, I chose to make those demons come alive, those voices, those beliefs. And I again fell as a victim to my own life, creating my own personal hell. And many times, time and time again, I found myself crying. I found myself suffering. I found myself in just agony, anguish, just unbearable pain. I felt like I was always just trying to escape myself. Escape who I am. So mad at who I am. Because every single time someone would say something to me and I took it personally, I I abused myself for it. Again, I'm a victim. Again, I'm a punisher. Again, I feel like I'm someone who is in a position to show that I'm a judge. And this is how you show fairness and judgment and justice to somebody. And that's somebody being myself. You know what was really unfair? is the fact that I believed that I was a judge of my own self, that I believed that I was in a position to judge my own life, to judge every single choice. And while I was having that harsh judgment, I was also judging others. And there I go, just going around, projecting that, taking things personally, and then projecting it onto others. And then they take it personally. And then the next one takes it personally, and the next one takes it personally. And then the next thing you know, we're all in this cycle of taking things personally. And what follows after that is making assumptions. Because we're so afraid to just speak up, to ask questions, to dig deeper into the understanding of someone. It's easier to make someone out to be a fucking asshole than it is to ask them what they actually meant. And hey, maybe their intention was to be a fucking asshole. But why believe it? Why make it yours? Why take on that pain? Why grow and develop another individual's personal hell by making it personal to yourself? So I want you to really think about that, that every time you take the action and behavior personal of someone else, you are making the agreement, the choice with yourself and with the universe that you too would like to adapt this, adopt this as your own personal hell too. Self-love. Hmm. 
Self-love can be really hard for people, right? But why? Why is self-love a trigger? Why is love a trigger? Why is taking things personally, whether it's someone telling you to think in a loving way of yourself, or it's someone telling you that they think you're fat? (laughs) Sometimes we take both personally. You ever notice that? The actions of others are never based off of you. But how you take the actions of others is what is on you. And then how you choose to push your opinions and your own agreements onto others is, again, stepping into another agreement, another belief system. Why even project? So what? They don't agree with you. So what? They want something different than you. The only way that all of us are going to start living happier lives is when we start minding our own goddamn business about other people's lives. And we really start to focus in on our own life. Do you even know how to be present in your own life? Do you know exactly what you want? Do you know who you are? Is what I'm saying bothering you? Who are you to be a judge of someone else's life? Who are you to make an assumption of someone else's actions? What people do has nothing to do with you. And every time you take it personal, you're making it about yourself. And it has nothing to do with that person now. I know it's really hard to not take things personally. Trust me, I take things personally every single day. Every single day I take things personally. My husband's such a jokester. He loves to just like tell jokes and, and he loves to nag. He loves to pick and, you know, he's, uh, he's a middle child, but he's also a big brother. And <laughs> that's a fun thing to do, especially for older siblings is just to kind of pick. And I feel like it tends to like spill over sometimes in relationships too. And maybe it's just like that natural instinct that we just love to nag and tease people because that's the child in us loving the reaction of another person because that's what children do. Children want to get reactions of people and they don't really know what what they are receiving. They just want the attention, the reaction. And I really don't believe that that dies as we get older as adults. We just shush adults, right? It's not appropriate to want attention. It's not appropriate to demand things. Why not though? You know, but every single day I take it, I could take it personal sometimes, the jokes he makes and, and the beliefs that I start to have because of the jokes he's making. And then next thing I know, I'm making assumptions and I, I'm, I'm projecting that onto him. And through my projection, I start causing harm. And I don't know if you, I'm sure you're, well, okay, assumption. <laughs> if you guys have heard this before, I don't know the exact quote, but it says, choose to heal so that you will never harm another person again. And if that ain't the fucking truth, man, I don't know what is. That is why you choose to heal. That is why you try to find your meaning of what self-love is, what that looks like for you, and how you can continue to pour your love into other people and everything that you do in your life. Because when you don't reach that level of love, you will harm another person. I promise you that continues to happen And I hope that me bringing this up today brings that awareness to your life. That every time you deny 
the awareness, the triggers that are trying to be shown to you, you are, you are choosing to eventually harm another human being. And we really stop, need to stop normalizing behaviors and, and certain things that we do. These are our beliefs that were passed down to us. And this, this world is not going to change by living in the past. And it's definitely not going to change by people denying the, the awareness that is trying to be shown to them. And I know how hard it could be. I recently had this awareness that sometimes I could exhibit narcissistic behavior. That sometimes I can manipulate the people that I love to want to agree with me. And I have not always been the greatest friend to people. I have not always been the greatest partner to people. And I've had my partners like in my past relationships hurt me and they hurt me really bad. But I realized that what they did to me was easy to make them out to be the bad person. But truthfully, I wasn't always the best partner myself. And I wasn't always showing up in the ways that they need. And I wasn't always being the best supporter that they could have been. And I was engaging in, in, in emotional poison rather than my healing and growth. And I understand that, you know, I was younger in these times. But that's the thing. That's what we're taught is normal too, is that, that, that when you're a teenager, that it's normal for a teenager to have these emotions where they're just wanting to escape their bodies and scream at the top of their lungs. And, and yeah, like there are things that, that happen naturally for teenagers, but at the same time, that pressure that like, that's not, I don't, that's not normal. That's not normal. The, the emotional anguish that I was feeling at that age of my life and how badly I wanted to escape. And, and I know that I'm not the only teenager who felt like that. I know I'm not. I know every, every single person I met felt that way. And yeah, we blame it on the hormones and we blame it on that, but it's also because of the pressure of, of our lives, the pressure of our society, the pressure of, of being demanded of knowing what to do with the rest of our fucking life. I, I honestly, like when, think about the first time you were asked, like, what do you, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? It wasn't when we were in high school. It was when we were in elementary school. We were little kids being pressured. And then we become teenagers and we're, we're exploding with stress and frustration and demands of us. So I, I want to honor, honor the teenagers within us that were told that we were too emotional, told we were too angry, told to shush, told to just push through and suck it up and you just got to do it. I want to honor that teenager. I want to honor those emotions. And I want to honor the fact that the beliefs that we developed at those ages do not need to be the beliefs that we carry any further. And the truth is, is that a lot of us are living the same agreements and beliefs that we created when we were 16 and we were 10 and we were eight and we were six. And now we're in our twenties and our thirties and our forties and fifties and sixties. And we're still carrying the same belief system because we weren't taught how to not take things personally. We were taught to look to people for advice. We were taught to not make our own decisions that elders know better than us and know better what's for us. And maybe a certain, to a certain degree, yes. But you know, it was the elders who allowed me to have the autonomy of my own freedom as an individual that allowed me to find who I am today. It was not the people who were putting pressure on me. And it was definitely not the beliefs of what I, I accepted as what they saw of me. Every single time 
My mom let me go over to a friend's house and have a sleepover. My mom gave me the freedom to explore life away from her as an individual. Autonomy is extremely important. And knowing if you have that in all parts of your life. And I discovered that I don't have autonomy in all parts of my life and my body and the way I think. I've been a prisoner to my own thoughts for a very, very long time, living in my own personal hell. So I hope that when you're listening to this today, it sparks interest and curiosity to dive deeper of what could be your own personal hell. What are you feeding into? What belief system is not yours, but yet you still carry today? How do you plan to create a new belief system? How do you plan to pour love into yourself and then love into this world? Because there's a whole lot of judgment. There's a whole lot of pressure. There's a whole lot of goddamn opinions. We need love. We need beings feeling courageous and ambitious as individuals. We need people to be able to speak their truth, speak their mind, and speak their freedom. And be able to do that with trust in their heart, that no matter what anybody says, in response to what they believe, they have to take personally, or that they have to own as their own. So, on this episode in this space that I have created for myself and for the listeners who have joined me and even the ones who just come in and out. I claim today, I send a prayer to the universe that we will no longer take things personally, that we will free ourselves from our limiting beliefs and the agreements that we have once made. We send love to our inner child and every single stage of our lives that we created these agreements and these limiting beliefs. I send forgiveness, understanding, peace, and acceptance. And I claim from here on out, today and every day moving forward, that every agreement that we make is one that we choose of our own. We believe in ourselves because we know what is right for us. We are gifted, we are beautiful, we are loved, and we are divine. Sending so much love to you all. For the remainder of this episode, I would like to share some sound healing, words of wisdom, and a practice that I do during our soul circles. The cards that I use today are from my Sacred Power Reading Cards by Anna Stark. What came up is change, reflection, medicine, and intimacy. What I feel is in regards to this episode and everything we're talking about, 
The change that is being asked of you is to have the ability to be able to reflect yourself and see that you are a direct reflection and everywhere you go, you are a mirror and everybody you encounter is a mirror for you as well. And through these reflections, you will develop awareness of the medicine that you need that is right for you in your healing journey. And that medicine will lead you to the intimacy, the love, the radical, deep, profound love, the love from within and the love for others. Change, reflect, medicine, and intimacy. I want you to find a comfortable place where you could sit down, where you're not going to be disrupted. But if you are listening to this while you're driving, I just want you to find this place in your mind's eye where you could just center in. Make sure you're still focusing on the road. I don't want any accidents. (laughs) Um, But I want you to just kind of center in and really just focus in on the words that I'm about to share with you. This is a practice that I do in my soul flower circles. 
I also go more in depth with this in my one-on-one sessions through my Soulful Movements program. But I'm just going to show you a little bit today. And if you feel called to join me, please do. Putting your hands on your head or just focusing your attention on the top of your head, we are going to focus into our crown chakra. This chakra affirmation is I know. The color is violet, and it is known as the bridge to the cosmos. Our crown chakra is our connection to the universe, to the divine, and our direct connection back to ourselves. If you are feeling stuck in your head, lack of motivation, not sure of your purpose, or going in the right direction, feeling uninspired, unsure to make the right choices for yourself, this is a great practice to do. And even if you feel great in your life, this is still a great practice to do. So that even on our blue days, (laughs) meaning our down days, we still feel this wholeness, this oneness. This is our seventh chakra, our crown chakra for anyone who is curious. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I know is a powerful statement. I know means that you claim that you are intelligent, that you know what you are speaking of, that you know you have power over your life. You know what is right for you. You know what is wrong for you. I know, I know, I know. I know that I do not need to hold on to any of these self-limiting beliefs. I know that when I choose to take ownership of other people's words, that I am choosing to live in my own personal hell. I know what is right for me. I know what is wrong for me. I know what is right for me. I know what is wrong for me. I know that I am intelligent. I know what I know. I know that the knowledge that I share with this world is important. I know that every time I choose to speak up, that I am raising the vibration for this world, for myself, and for the people around me. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I know that I can make the right choices. I know that I am leading myself to the right place of where I truly want to be in my life. I know how to create. I know how to love. I know how to design. I know that I am the writer, the author of this life that I am living. I know that this is my body. I know that I am a divine fucking goddess.
I know I am a divine fucking god. I know that I am divinely feminine and divinely masculine. I know that I am seeking the ultimate balance within, within myself and the world around me. I know that my purpose here is far greater than the existence of myself. I know that every time I choose to show up, I know that I'm healing. And I know I'm healing others. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. And taking your hands and wiping the top of your head and throwing it away. I know I no longer need to hold on to these beliefs. I know these beliefs are not mine. I know I never needed to take them as my own. I know that I am free now. I know that they cannot hurt me. I know that I can make the protection that I need for myself. I know that I am the energy barrier that I have been searching for. I know I'm the person that can understand the pain that I feel. I know that I don't need anybody other than myself to understand what I am going through in order for me to feel accepted, loved, and understood. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. I know, and I hope you know too, that you are the creator of this life. You have all the power in you now, and forevermore, will you never feel powerless in your life again. You know what is right for you. I know what is right for me. May you be blessed and loved on the journey you embark on. And may you find the freedom you seek from within. May you know. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Into the World We Go. Just ending another episode and being here with you guys, I am just full of life and full of joy. And honestly, it is truly my passion to show up and do this work and just talk about these topics. And even if I stir something up or I make you guys uncomfortable or whatever it is, then I know that I'm doing the right thing and I know I'm doing the right work and I'm speaking the truth that needs to be spoken. And I just want to honor the fact that you guys show up every week and that you listen. And even if you're just popping in on this one episode, I want to honor you, celebrate you, because each of us are choosing to show up for ourselves and just engage and explore more parts of ourselves so that we could just be living a more enjoyable life that we love to just wake up to and be a part of. So I love you guys. I love this work. I am just so grateful, so honored. Thank you for being here. If you like the work I do, if you support the work I do, please share it with friends, family, leave a rating on Apple Podcasts podcast, a review. Um, it always helps promote my podcast. Go over to my TikTok, Instagram, follow me, leave me some likes, comments if you like the work that I'm doing. Um, and especially go over to my YouTube channel because that is my new project I am working on. Um, this Saturday, November 20th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the next Soul Flower Circle, which is another way that you can connect with me on a deeper level. It is $22 a month, free for first-time members please let me know if you want to join. You can reach out to me on any of my social medias. Um, you could also connect with me through my website at www.markyalfonso.com. 
It is a beautiful circle with beautiful individuals. We are growing, we are thriving, we are healing, we are holding space, we are creating, and we are being our fucking selves. We are being ourselves. So please, if you feel called to do this work with me, if you feel called to join me, please let me know. I am here for you. I love you all. Have a beautiful week. Mwah.